of an emergency debate in the House of Commons last night regarding the wildfire situation in the uh, country. Because it's, you know, we've got the situation in Alberta that's been well covered. Uh, we've got the situation in the Maritimes. You know what happened around Halifax. Now uh, Quebec is dealing with some pretty serious wildfire concerns right now. Uh, the latest update I saw said 160 Fires currently burning in Quebec, uh, several thousand people out of their homes. There's an air quality statement currently in effect for a large part of Ontario because of those fires in Quebec. So we got a, we got a situation on our hands this spring. No question about it. Already in our province, we saw a million hectares burn already this wildfire season. Huge chunks of forest, grassland. Uh, we've carefully covered the human cost over the past several weeks. Thousands of people forced from their homes handful of homes destroyed. Uh, it's not something I like to think about, but a, a few times as we've had this conversation, I've seen texts from you, got one today from someone who was fighting the wildfires, talking about the impact it had on pets and livestock and things like that. Uh, we do get questions about what happens to the wildlife in situations like this. Obviously, they're affected. Um, so when we have wildfires, what does that do to the wildlife? I don't think it's good. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Let's find out. We're going to chat with Mark Boyce, an ecology professor at the University of Alberta. He's done some research on the aftermath of wildfires in North America. So, Mark, thanks so much for joining us. I really do appreciate you being here today. My pleasure. So when we see the pictures and, and we see the video of these massive wildfires like we've seen in Alberta this spring, certainly doesn't look like it would be good for the creatures that live in these areas. So let's go through it first. When we talk about animals, I think what comes to mind for most of us is the big animals, your, your moose, deer, elk, if they're in the region. So what happens to some of the bigger mammals when we have wildfires like this? They get out of the way. It's not hard? They can do it? Uh, some, sometimes they get trapped, but um, most of the time they're able to escape the the the, uh, the fires and, and move to to areas that are not burning currently. Um, and so the large mammals are least affected. It's the smaller uh, species like uh, small mammals, uh, uh, nesting birds. But of course, the fires occurred before uh, yeah. nesting really have been initiated uh so um we, we lose some small mammals amphibians and uh but but by and large large mammals are just going to move out of the way and and the best habitat for deer elk and moose um in alberta is a, is a post-fire uh landscape um we get rebound i i you know some of the places that that burned in in may i i've uh, seen already are are showing regrowth, yeah. resprouting. Um, the residuals, meaning the roots and the rhizomes and the stems, are 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 still there. Mo- only in cases where there was a really intense fire would those residuals be burned. And as um, as a consequence, uh, when we get a little rain and uh, um, uh, these nice summer days. The, the uh, vegetation is going to come back really rapidly, and that post-fire vegetation is um, is the best you can get for deer, elk, and moose. Okay, gotcha. That makes perfect sense. What about, um, like you say, we, we lose some of the smaller mammals, we lose some amphibians. Um, I imagine insects, too, uh, are, are affected by this. Uh, much diff- much more difficult for them to get out of the way. But when you talk about it starting to come back, when does that start to come back? When do you start to see animal life move back into these territories? Uh, fairly quickly. I mean, 
One of the things about natural fire um, is that it's that it's very patchy, and and so you'll have some places that get burned really hard, mm-hmm. and it'll it'll kill the plants and it'll kill everything that's there. But but a few meters away, there'll be a patch that didn't get burned very hard, and 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 I've seen places uh, near Edson, for example, where the the trees weren't killed. There was a ground fire. It burned the the uh, the duff on the on the surface, and and the trees are all leafing out. It it's uh, the rebound is pretty pretty amazing. So um, it depends on the intensity of the fire. And one of the things about natural fire is that it's highly heterogeneous. It's highly spatially variable, um, and so uh, the, the animals will will rebound really quickly. And and uh, for in the case of Deer, elk, and moose, the, the maximum uh, forage production occurs about year by year three, uh, b- between years three and, and ten, um, is when you get the maximum amount of forage production on those sites. Uh, but then the trees start to, to grow and shade out the uh, herbaceous vegetation that deer, elk, and moose really like. And, uh, and so then gradually, um, the amount of forage in, in those burned areas will, will tend to decline. In terms of uh, time frames, is it all relatively temporary? Like you say, if, you know, the big animals, the deer, the moose, the elk, they just get out of the way and they, they move to a new area. I mean, when you establish, I mean, those are, those animals move around quite a bit to begin with. So it's probably fairly simple for them to adapt to a new territory. But, um, does it sort of become a permanent shift or does everything slowly over time even out and spread out once again? Or do you see permanent shifts in populations? Um, the, uh, there will be local um, uh, adjustments, but I don't think major uh, sort of regional changes. Um, there will be increases in abundance for many of those species um, in the post-fire period. So mm-hmm. in, in a couple of years, you're going to see that uh, moose, elk, and deer are going to be doing really well. Um, and so it, it, it is tempor- uh, temporal, and it's also highly spatially heterogeneous. Um, but, but fire is an integral part of our Rocky Mountain forests. It's an integral part of the boreal forest. Right. E- every summer we get fires in the boreal. I don't remember a summer when there wasn't, when there weren't fires, natural fires in the boreal forest. And, and, uh, and likewise in, in the, uh, in the Rocky Mountains, the fires tend to be more extensive um, because of the way we've managed uh, forests with planting lodgepole pine, for example, over extensive areas, and and uh, uh, and so the the these forest management practices tend to increase the area that's of similar age and and uh, uh, condition, so that the fires will probably have wider influence than they would in a naturally um, regenerated forest. Interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Mark, thank you so much for being with us today. I appreciate your time.